Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points. I talk about my experiences, both my successes and my failures, and hope that you can learn something from it and make your life just a little bit better, all within the space of a coffee break. This week's episode is called Conquering Victimhood with a Stoic Mindset. Are you a victim? Do you put yourself in the role of a victim rather than owning up to and taking responsibility for yourself? Today I want to talk about why we fall into the role of a victim, how we can pay attention to that and notice when we're in that role, and how we can actually step up and take responsibility for ourselves. An ignorant person is inclined to blame others for his own misfortune. To blame oneself is proof of progress. But the wise man never has to blame another or himself. Epictetus There are a lot of things that happen to us in life. And as the Stoics have told us time and time again, there are very few things that we actually control. In short, we control our thoughts, our choices, and our actions. And that's about it. So if we control so little, doesn't that make us the victim of circumstances that we have no control over? When things go wrong, can't we just blame it on the universe, the government, other people? Sure, we can always do that. We can always put the blame for our unhappiness on someone or something else. It is always a choice that we can make. But if we actually want to be happy, grow, and make progress in our lives, blaming others is simply a waste of time. The sooner we move out of the role of a victim, the more likely we are to create happiness and actually accomplish the things that we want to in our lives. So why do we allow ourselves to become victims in so many ways? Why would we let go of the power that we have and put ourselves in a place of weakness? People think that if they complain about life, life or the world might change. But of course, this does not happen. You cannot change nature and its laws. It is what it is. No amount of complaining, resentment, or mourning will help. Accept, let go, and move on. The Ancient Sage One of the main reasons we fall into the role of victim is that it gives us an alibi for failing at something. Often, we try to make ourselves feel better by making the reason for our failure something or someone else. If the reason for failing is external to us, then we feel like less of a failure because it was due to something else that we do not have control over. Coming up with excuses also removes the pressure from having to actually make changes and actually do something about the situation we find ourselves in. 
if we can place the blame outside of ourselves and find some other reason other than ourselves for why we failed, then we don't have to change. Change is hard, and we will look for all kinds of reasons to not have to put that kind of work in to actually improve. I know that in the past, I would fall into this way of behaving. Now, much of that had to do with growing up in the church and the turbulent home life that I had growing up. In both cases, if I had a good excuse for why I had done something, then often things went a little bit more smoothly, and I didn't get in as much trouble as if I had just owned up to and taken responsibility for my actions. If I could come up with a good enough excuse, there was a good chance I could escape punishment for my actions. Now, this bad habit took a long time for me to become aware of and even longer to remove from my way of operating. But just like everyone else, I sometimes will fall into the behavior of coming up with excuses for my not-so-great behavior. It takes a lot of effort to change this kind of behavior, especially when it worked so well in the past. Another reason why we will play the role of the victim is that it brings us attention. Most of us want to be noticed by others, and playing the victim, we have something that sets us apart without having to put much work into it. Rather than putting effort into something and receiving attention for our actions, our self-victimization allows us to feel important with little work. There are people who continuously cast themselves in the role of the victim for whatever life brings their way. Every new setback is something to complain about and to tell others about how life is so unfair, and they even garner more attention. Now, secondarily to garnering attention, playing the victim can also garner sympathy from others. When we are the victim and we are in a position of weakness, it plays on the sympathies of other people. On the whole, people like to help others who are in need, and this exploits that natural tendency that most people have to help others. Garnering sympathy makes us feel like we are loved and that people care for us. But again, it can easily be used to manipulate others into getting us what we want. The sympathy we get from others in our victimhood also becomes a way of validating our feelings and our sense of righteousness. The more validation we get, the more we feel like we don't have to make any changes to our behavior. Because we feel like we are right in our feelings of being a victim, we continue on in this role without ever really questioning ourselves. Growing up, I remember a relative who always had something wrong with them. Their spouse and other family members were always doing everything for them because their wide-ranging ailments were used as an excuse to not have to do anything around the house. Every time we would visit, my dad would joke that we shouldn't ask how they were doing because they might tell us and then we'd be there all night listening to the never-ending list of ailments and calamities in their life. Now, sometimes we will use our victimhood as a way to fit into a group. When we find fellow victims, we can bond over the ways that we were wronged. Victimhood becomes a sort of social currency. Because we get validation from other people, we can stay stuck in that role, convinced of the rightness of our position. This aspect of playing the role of the victim can be the most dangerous because it allows us to stay where we are without anyone else questioning our belief. The reinforcement and validation of others makes it easier to never question it ourselves either. Now often we will use victimhood to try and control other people. In the role of a victim, we hold on to the idea that we have been wronged. And if we feel like we are in the right, we can try to use this as leverage against someone else. We may try to control them to make them feel guilty and to shame them into doing what we want them to do. To complain is always non-acceptance of what is. Eckhart Tolle Now, ultimately, we play the role of victim because it is a way to try and control the situation around us. It allows us to feel morally superior without having to actually take responsibility or make changes to our behavior. So what can we do to be more aware of when we are acting like a victim and to actually start to take more responsibility for ourselves? 
One of the key components of Stoicism that we have to understand is what we do and what we do not control. When we try to control things that we don't have control over, such as the opinions of others or just other people in general, then we're wasting our time and energy, and it turns us into victims. When we are not controlling the things that we actually can control, then again, we are allowing ourselves to become victims because we could actually be doing something about the situation, but we're choosing not to. Now, sometimes it's really hard to see when we're playing the role of the victim. We feel righteous about our position, and we hold on to the conviction that the other person needs to change for us. But the thing is, is as much as we might want the other person to change, we have no control over them. We can sit around all day wanting them to change for us. But if they don't want to, there's very little that we can actually do. By making our happiness dependent upon the will of others, we are actually giving them control over us. It is our own opinions that disturb us. Take away these opinions, then, and resolve to dismiss your judgment about an act as if it were something grievous, and your anger is gone. Marcus Aurelius One clear way to recognize when we might be trying to control other people is if we're angry with them. Often, we are angry with somebody because they won't do something that we want, and we try to use anger to control them and to get them to change or to do something. I know that I often did this with my ex-partner. When she was annoyed or disappointed with me, I would try and argue with her about why she shouldn't be. Now, much of this was driven from a fear that if she was upset with me, that she didn't love me, which is a trauma response that I have from my childhood. But it is no excuse for my behavior. Nonetheless, it was my way of trying to control her by trying to change how she felt about me. And rather than stepping up and owning my feelings about the situation and giving her space to have her feelings about it, I would cast myself in the role of the victim and I would make it her fault that I was uncomfortable and angry. And doing so pushed her farther away from me because no one likes having someone trying to control their feelings. If we know our own side of the argument, we hardly know even that. It becomes stale, soon learned only by rote, untested, and a pallid and lifeless truth. Carl Sagan One tool that we can use to help pull ourselves out of being a victim is to put ourselves in the other person's point of view. Now, this isn't easy to do, especially when we're convinced that we are in the right. But if we only pay attention to and know our side, then we don't have even close to a complete picture of the situation. Our own point of view may be severely limited because we have let our emotions take over, or we may just have a limited amount of information. Pay attention to your enemies, for they are the first to discover your mistakes. Antisthenes Another thing to consider when you're acting like a victim is to understand what exactly it is that you are upset about. Are you upset that somebody pointed out a flaw of yours? Did they say something mean or gossip about you? More to the point, is what they actually said true? We don't like being called out on our bad behavior, but if you find yourself upset at somebody for pointing out something that you actually said or did, then you are arguing with reality. And in this case, we need to step up and own our own behavior. Emotions are easily hijacked by illusory threats that tap into our insecurities. We can't be strategically dynamic if we are always on the defensive. We are more effective when we realize how many things don't require any response at all. The Stoic Emperor At any given moment, you can choose to follow the chain of thoughts, emotions, and sensations that reinforce a perception of yourself as vulnerable and limited, or to remember that your true nature is pure, unconditioned, and incapable of being harmed. Mignor Rinpoche.
The most important step to getting out of victimhood is taking responsibility. Now, when I talk about taking responsibility, this includes two main areas. First, we need to be responsible for our emotions and reactions in any situation. And this can be incredibly challenging because often it feels like our emotions come from what someone else did or said or what life sent our way. Our emotions are actually formed by the meaning that we give to an event. So trying to blame how we feel on someone else is a mistake. Also, when we put the blame of how we feel on someone or something else, we are letting something else outside of ourselves have power over us. We're allowing circumstances, or what others do, to control our moods and emotions. Most importantly, though, the area of responsibility that falls to us when we no longer want to play victim is that we recognize that we need to be the ones to take action in our lives. While you may not be to blame for whatever happens to you, you are the one who is responsible for doing something about it. Waiting around for someone else to fix things leaves you powerless. Even if someone else did something that put you at a disadvantage or harmed you, they may not want to change in the way that you expect them to. Since we don't control other people, you need to step up and do what you can do rather than waiting around for others or the world to change for you. Playing the role of victim is something that is easy to do. And doing so is a way of escaping having to do the hard work of taking responsibility for your life and putting in the work to improve yourself. Taking that kind of responsibility means that in any situation you are able to find opportunities for growth and improving your situation. It takes awareness of yourself and the situation. It takes a willingness to control what you can and to let go of the rest. When you place blame on someone or something outside of yourself, you forfeit the power that you actually have to do something about it. So the next time you find yourself a victim, rather than waiting for someone else to do something, ask yourself, what can I do in this situation? And then step up and start doing it. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and thanks for listening.